dum dum. You're gonna come in. You're gonna sit on the window. You're gonna sit in the window. I'll have to leave it open for you. So you best hope there are no loud noises out there. All right then. Good afternoon, evening, and welcome to the Ben O'Clock News. My name is Benedict Esdale. And that, folks, is what happens when you forget to connect your microphone properly. Um, glad I mentioned it, mentioned it, noticed it there, and have mentioned it now to you here uh, before things got awry, and there's a cat on my back. Uh, hello, Mars. Well, I thought you were... Okay. Let's, um... God, what is this? Take three now? Let's get on with some news, shall we? And we're going straight to sports, because today, sadly, the England women's football team did not win the World Cup final. They came second in the final to a wonderfully wonderful display from the Spanish team. Uh, Spain uh, really just, I think, were the best team today. Some people, uh, there are some gripes about the referee and a little bit of bias coming in there. Not not necessarily uh, towards or against anyone because of anything, but um, there were there were quite a lot of uh, decisions that went Spain's way, which uh, might, might not necessarily have been... Um, th- there was one big handball, which was definitely handball, and uh, there was that was justifiably a penalty, and um, uh, that was saved. So uh, that was a great moment. Thank you, Mary Earps, for giving us that moment, saving that penalty that was very exciting uh, but yes sadly we did not win which means uh they they collected their silver medals i didn't actually um watch the medal ceremony so i'm not sure if they did what um the england men's football uh team did after the euro championships when they were in the euro um european championship final and they lost that and they they took their medals off they they were given their medals and then they took them off in a sort of display to say this isn't good enough um which is i think just completely childish uh to, if you came second you didn't like that's just where you came you know only one team can win um second is is pretty damn good if you ask it's better than third or anything else Yes. Um, So commiserations to the England team, but uh, congratulations to them. They did exceptionally well over the tournament and have um, really been phenomenal trailblazers for women's sport. And um, I think I think we can all agree that provided an incredibly entertaining tournament. And uh, I know I will be um, paying more attention, I think, to the um, England women's football team as well as the England men's football team, of course, in the future. Not that I really care about either, but that's football for you. Some more secret, super secret work updates for you, or rather not updates for you. Some different super secret work this time, um, which you may uh, catch me in the background of if you are eagle-eyed and uh, you watch a certain television show, and uh, and I'll say no more on that. Uh, But yes, I had a a lovely day on set uh, on Monday in a a rather fancy restaurant, this one. Um, Not not out in the countryside this time, but in a a lovely London restaurant, which was very nice, uh, very nice atmosphere. Didn't get any food, sadly, um, but was given a mock drink, I believe, that was meant to be some sort of wine, but was made up of apple and um, blackcurrant and and water, and it it, it wasn't particularly nice, but um, it did me lots of time to do the uh, cryptic crossword section of the newspaper I picked up that morning. So uh, another hard day at the office. 
I spent a wonderful afternoon evening with my dear friend Sol He and my brother Ryan, and uh, we met up in London uh, to wander the streets of London looking for shenanigans and no good to get up to. Uh, we didn't really get up to much no good at all. We're all, we're all very well behaved people, and um, and uh, people who do get up to no good uh, should go to prison. Um, and and I was actually by a prison recently, but I'll I'll um. I'll, I'll talk more about that in a in a different uh, in a different segment of today's podcast. Um, but but less on prisons and more on on uh, less on reprobates rather, and, and more on the well-behaved uh, people I spent a Wednesday evening with. Uh, we went to a lovely bar. Well, before we went to this lovely bar, actually, we went to a um, a pub a downstairs pub sort of vibe thing. I'd never been before, but it's a Spanish bar, um, and it's just off Oxford Street. If you're heading west along Oxford Street from Tottenham Court Road and you take a right down Hanaway Street, perhaps, or Hanway Place or, or something like that, it's quite early on. It's a, it's a very small street on the right. Um, there's a bar. You can't miss it. It's got Spanish flags all over it. And I, oh, I shouldn't be talking about Spain so highly today after losing in the final... I love Spain. Um, and um, you go in and then we went downstairs and um, it's like a mini pub downstairs and then another pub up. It, it's a little odd, um, I'll say, but full to the brim with character. And it's run by a lovely uh, Scandinavian man, I'm led to believe. Um, nothing Spanish there. Um, Spain and Scandinavia are about as, as far away as you can get uh, in, in in everything except the alphabet, in, in which in which they're, they're only uh, separated by uh, Slovenia and Slovakia um, and, uh, and Serbia and and Switz notes that be after Switzerland, Sweden, uh, Spain. Note that is it. That is it. After the Spanish bar, we went to Murder Inc., which was our sort of main destination for the evening. I believe I've spoken about Murder Inc. on this podcast before. It's a lovely uh, downstairs um, nook of a cocktail bar. It's, it's a really, it's sadly on these summer days, um, indoors, completely indoors, there's no outdoor space. Um, but it is a really wonderful place if you're ever looking for somewhere to go for a really delicious and reasonably priced, I might say, cocktail. Uh, all the cocktails there are £12 across the board and they're excellent expertly made with incredible uh, care and interest and um, they they I, I only learned today that they they make up a lot of their house concoctions themselves and they put loads of different things in them that you wouldn't even know that you know a, a drop of honey here and a and a, a bit of cassis here and and, and the, it all comes together into these absolutely delicious tasting cocktails so if you're ever wondering why uh, one cocktail bar might be better than another uh, there's a little hint as to why if they make their own in-house sort of mixes uh, for their cocktails and they could be putting in some absolutely extra delicious um, little substances in there uh, nothing nothing untoward of course um, all all above food hygiene ratings uh, or they'd get in a lot of trouble and have to close and no one wants that so uh, yes cocktails at Murder Inc I can recommend and we drank uh, soju as well um, Solly of course being from Korea inspired us to um, pop out to Oseo the Korean supermarket pick up some bottles of soju in various flavours and um, we, we, we were sort of uh, dallying around with those and various cocktails and um, and uh, big shout out to the staff at Murder Inc they're always uh, put on a lovely very very brilliant service just really kind and uh, and interesting and funny and and uh, and they really know their stuff
and you won't get murdered. Ink. Next, I'd like to talk about a computer game. Um, if you're a fan of city builders, um, like City Skylines, perhaps, or Sim City, or, or just Sims in general, or that kind of thing, or Factorio, then you might like the game Timberborn. It's been out for a while, um, but it is a lot of fun. It's like a city builder where you place um, houses and and um, manufacturing things and energy things and all sorts of uh, stuff, resource gathering, but instead of uh, people, uh, it's beavers. Uh, beavers running around um and you are uh, build dams across rivers to to keep power during droughts and uh, water supplies and all that kind of thing and it's all about managing resources and uh, beavers which is i think a lot of fun and uh, very sweet and it's really fun to see them scurrying around although when you get a lot of them it, they're rather like a, a sort of ant's nest when you've got over you know 150 beavers or something you, uh, sort of sprinting and you're playing it on, on on three times speed it's it's actually a little bit unnerving yeah very reminiscent of a of a sort of ant colony uh, but well i suppose that's what they are beavering away ant colonying away they're two very well-known uh, uh, similar meaning expressions as far as i'm aware but yes timberborn you can you can get hold of that and i've been playing a bit of it um there are two factions at the moment i believe although the game is still in early access despite i think having been out for quite a while uh, so i haven't tried out the second faction yet and i'm sure there'll be more along the way but yes can recommend that game it's a lot of fun and a lot of way great way to pass a pass a couple of hours on a on a saturday morning perhaps if uh, if you're so inclined just a little update from uh, the smallest member of the Ben Clock News team. After uh, coming in from the windowsill and uh, climbing on my back, as you heard earlier, uh, he is now under the desk. Um, it's, I can feel him sort of flicking against my leg, which I think means that he's giving himself a wash. Uh, 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 not particularly professional activity. I, uh, this is a work environment, and I'm going to have to be um, passing on a... Uh, not that I want to, of course, but a, a complaint to HR about um, a certain individual, a certain member of the Bendercock News team who uh, d- has decided that cleaning himself with his tongue is a reasonable thing to do in the workplace, uh, which I think most of you will agree is is just not on. It's it's just not. So, um... Oh no, hang on, I'm wrong. He wasn't... Uh, he wasn't cleaning himself at all. It was just, um... I think my leg was a bit too close to his ear... So he was he was flicking me with it, um, perhaps involuntary flicking of the ear, but uh, flicking nonetheless. Uh, so I will be um, filing a report with HR about a certain individual member of the Ben News team who has decided that uh, he's going to sit under my desk and uh, flick me with his ear, which again I think is not workplace appropriate. Stop it. He is cute though. The song of the week this week is We Want To by New York Pony Club. Nope. New Young Pony Club. New Young Pony Club. We Want To. It's a great track. It's a bop. I am now looking for your design recommendations. Um, I've got a bit of interior design that needs doing. I was very lucky to pick up a rather interesting object from the street in London. I've talked about uh, street Cult, street culture not not street culture um like people 
Uh, no, um, just the sort of street culture where people leave things on the little walls outside of their houses for people to take. Um, I got the desk that I'm currently sitting at that way for free. Um, and I've got a little table from there. I've got all sorts of things from the streets. It's a great place. You can pick up um, mugs, often uh, old kettles, not so good. Uh, sometimes small bits of furniture, office chairs, that sort of thing. Um, but I got a great piece the other day and I'm really looking for an interior design um, experience here or suggestions um it's about five foot tall uh or no but probably about four foot tall four and a half foot uh and i'd say maybe uh six inches in diameter eight inches in diameter sort of ovular uh ovule diameter um and it's a wooden giraffe and uh, uh i it, it was in someone's uh, and i know what you're thinking what um why did you it's quite big and uh, did I really need to uh, bring, take it and then bring it home? But um, it, it it's it sort of spoke to me. I think I think giraffes do speak to me. In case you didn't know, I'm I'm quite a tall person, and um, and uh, and and lean like a giraffe. Um, and and I I too reach for the fruit that hangs in the branches of life uh, with my elongated purple tongue and but anyway uh, one side of it has uh, sort of been water uh, damaged or, or or just um just damaged in in some way and the surface is is sort of roughed up so i'm i'm, I'm thinking of doing it a sand down and a redo um but if anyone has any um inspiration for what to do with a giraffe then uh, please do email into the news at gmail.com and now it's time for Puzzle of the Week, brought to you by the GCHQ's Puzzle Book. Uh, pitch your wits against uh, people who cracked Enigma or something like that. Um, so last week's puzzle, bit of a tough one, I've got to admit. Um, it was puzzle question number 63. Who, if heart equals one, ought equals two, twee equals three, bake equals four and six, then what number is Koi. Okay, and we're going to get a clue here. Um, just to give you a moment to uh, get out your answer. If you have that written perhaps on the back of a, a napkin, like a genius plan to make your first mill. Um, heart ought twee bake. Heart ought twee bake. Heart ought twee bake. Oi. No idea. Uh, the clue to 63 is oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I actually know this. Ah ha ha. Okay. Very clever. Okay, the clue is... This is unbelievable. Okay, uh, the clue is uh, who travels through time. Okay, uh, if heart equals one, ought equals two, twee equals three, bake equals four and six, then what is koi? What number is koi? Um... Now, this is interesting, the, and, and here's the answer. Um, the words appear in the surnames of actors who have played the Doctor in Doctor Who. William Hartnell, Patrick Troughton, um, or out for ought, sorry, Troughton. Uh, <laughs> sorry, may have been misleading there, the way I read that. John Pertwee, um, Tom and Colin Baker... Uh, were four and six, and Sylvester McCoy, the seventh Doctor. So the answer was Coy seven. Um, and 
it is also today Sylvester McCoy's birthday. Would you believe it is Sylvester McCoy's birthday and he is the answer to today's puzzle of the week and if that isn't a serendipitous occasion then i don't know what is so congratulations to you if you got the answer coy equals seven for sylvester mccoy being the seventh doctor in doctor who and a happy happy birthday to sylvester mccoy okay and we're going to go for another question we're going to go for another question here we're going to go for another question here. Let's find a good one. Um, right. Okay. What links the following and where might you find them all together? Okay. And the question is it's called For the Ears. What links the following and where might you find them all together? Ear, champagne, shoe, Bermuda, Ear and supper. There's a little dash after last year. Ear, dash and supper. Ear, champagne, shoe, Bermuda, ear, dash and supper. Or super, rather. Yeah, one super. Sorry, ear, ear, dash and super. Ear and super. Not supper. That has two P's in it. Uh, so that's question 57. For the ears, what links the following? Remember, why don't you find them all together? Ear, champagne, shoe, Bermuda, ear and super. There you go. And Sylvester McCoy's birthday leads us nicely onto on this day. Um, another, some more birthdays. Happy birthday to two more wonderful actors, uh, Amy Adams and Andrew Garfield, uh, as well as in 1890, H.P. Lovecraft. Happy birthday to that gang. A few events that happened on this day. This day, by the way, being August the 20th, the day that this podcast is being released, this podcast episode. And on this day in 1858, Charles Darwin, who you may have heard of, uh, first published his theory of... Uh, evolution through natural selection uh, and that was published in the Journal of the Proceedings of the Linnean Society or Linnea, Linnean Society of London uh, which, uh, the Journal of Proceedings um, and he also published that alongside uh, another man, Alfred Russell Wallace, who had come to the same theory uh, completely independently um, which seems odd for them to to both do that at the same time. I think there's a, there's examples of that happening with Nikola Tesla inventing electricity the same time someone else did, or or, or something like that, and uh, um, not getting credited. So uh, poor Alfred doesn't seem to have gone on to uh, get as much credit as old Charlie. But uh, but well done for them both uh, for coming up with that theory, uh, whether you believe it or not. It's a it's a pretty good one. Um, in 1882, Tchaikovsky's 1812 overture was given its first performance. Um, just 70 years late that took to get going. Uh, and another sad day to be a pope. We had a triple pope death day two weeks ago, and we've got a triple pope pope death day today is john the 14th pius the 7th and 10th so we had john the 14th pius the 7th and pius the 10th all sadly met their demise on august the 20th spooky 
this pub recommendation comes from a lovely drink I had uh, with my girlfriend Abby and her friend Lottie and her boyfriend George. It was a whole uh, lovely drinks affair, and it was at the Hemingford Arms, uh, sort of near. I was talking about prisons earlier, uh, just around the corner from Pentonville Prison. Uh, so if for whatever reason you happen to be in the area of Pentonville Prison or Caledonian Road and Barnsbury Overground Station or Tile Yard, uh, that sort of area just north of King's Cross, St Pancras and west of Islington, I think, uh, then if you are in that area, uh, I do recommend checking out the Hemingford Arms, a uh, lovely pub uh, full of uh, interesting things hanging from the ceiling. There were some odd dolls, but also um, wooden utensils and old glasses, and uh, one of those really cool places about bicycles, probably baskets. Um, shouldn't have led with the dolls; that that, that might put people off. But there, there, I think there was only actually one doll, and it was um, it, it wasn't really a doll. It was it was more like a puppet. Um, it was quite cool. Not 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 a creepy thing it was it was a cool thing um so yeah that was really uh, lovely and uh, they had a great selection of beers there and a real local vibe as well as um, some lovely outdoor areas before it got a bit chilly and there was live music and finally i'd like to talk about roast dinners for a second now i know the the roast dinner the traditional roast dinner um can be a little decisive divisive rather um for people uh, and i'm interested to hear people's thoughts on the traditional sunday roast or or roast dinner um of course i'm usually talking about a, a large piece of meat and uh, and vegetables potatoes carrots broccoli parsnips uh, yorkshire puddings perhaps gravy uh, stuffing or all the things or or if you're a veggie of course there are nut roasts or or, or various types of wellington um cauliflower steaks um not, nothing um really but well w- one thing that i say actually is that is that the vegetables are often the best part of a roast dinner anyway and um and uh, i could take or leave the meat usually it's, it can often be a bit a bit dry and you have to drown it in gravy to make it even edible um but uh, i i know i was uh, fortunate uh, although a little um tired of the roast dinners uh, that we had every Sunday, and um, uh, I, I loved every single one, Dad. Um, I, but but I didn't come to appreciate them really until until slightly later in life. I, I think um, uh, as a very young child, it was a lot of vegetables, um, a lot of green things, and you know, kids just don't like that. And and can we be blamed? Um, um, probably we can in a way because they're actually delicious um so i'm not sure what that's about but um uh, i think the discovery of gravy also helped me i used to think that gravy was uh was the enemy and now it's my best friend uh so uh, shout out to dad and his sunday roasts and also the sunday roast that i had today uh, at a- another pub just recommended one pub and here's another one the albion which i believe is a bit of an old old traditional one uh, definitely an old traditional name albion i believe an old traditional name for the England or 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 the UK or, or something along those lines, uh, Albion. Um, but yes, at the Albion you can get a roast um, for a price, uh, which you may or may not think is worth it. And that is a trend of most London pubs on a Sunday. Uh, perhaps your local is more reasonable. Let's say. But most London pubs are not. And that's all from me. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the Ben O'Clock News. As always, you can send in any news that you have to thebenoclocknews at gmail.com. The Ben O'Clock News at gmail.com. 
I've been Benedict Hesdale. Goodbye. 